I'm Christy Duncan, founder of Women in Payments, a global network that connects, inspires, and champions women across the global payments industry. Welcome to our Pause for Payments podcast. Every week, we sit down with an inspiring woman leading the way in the field. We'll discuss industry and career-related topics and share personal success stories to inspire and empower the next generation of women leaders. Before we begin, I'd like to thank our sponsors for their continued support. With your help, we can go further, faster. Hello, I'm Christy Duncan, and I'm delighted to be chatting today with Sebastien Delanerie, Managing Director and Head of Commercial Cards for North America at City, as well as Trudy Curtis, who's Managing Director and Head of Commercial Cards for EMEA at City, joining us from London. Welcome, Sebastien and Trudy. Thanks, Christy. Thank Happy to be here. Yeah, ditto. Awesome. This month, being now March, we are framing the discussion to include the theme of Break the Bias to celebrate International Women's Day. Today, we'll be talking about becoming an ally. So, Trudy and Sebastian, before we dive in, can you just start by telling the audience what your background is and what your roles are at City? Trudy, do you want to start us off? Okay, sure. Uh, so my background, actually, I've spent my entire working career at City. I've worked in various different functions, so operations, implementation, sales, and currently I'm in a managing a business kind of role. So literally, my whole career has been at City. I have moved around different locations, and I've basically been working up the chain, let's say, to my current role. Awesome. And tell us what you're doing now at City. So my current role, I'm, I'm leading the commercial cards business in EMEA, so I'm responsible for pretty much end-to-end -end the business. Sebastian, I want to hear what you're up to and just remind the audience, which I forgot to do earlier, that you're based in New York, I believe? I am based in New York. Uh, actually, I actually have a very similar background to Trudy. I've, I've had my entire career with City, uh, 24 years, and uh, also different roles in different uh, countries that started in uh, in uh, Paris, in relationship banking, then move around to fixed income, trade, and eventually commercial cards. And just uh, like Trudy, I am also responsible for the business for the North American region, so end to end, and uh, you know, focusing on ongoing the business and supporting the global franchise. Wow, two fantastic roles. I'm really jealous. They sound like a lot of fun um, and very interesting. Clearly, interesting enough to keep you engaged at City for many years. That's fantastic. So jumping to today's theme about bias, um, Sebastian, why don't you start? I'd like to see if we can just define what is gender bias in the workplace? Uh, so Christy, you know, in my mind, gender bias is defined as a differentiation of managing an organization and individuals in that organization based on their gender, right? And the reality is that gender should not be a factor when managing a business and managing a team and managing talent, right? So gender bias, whether conscious or unconscious, right, is going to create this differentiation of uh, appreciation for one's abilities, for one's performance based on gender. And that differentiation is going to translate into uh, differences in managing a career, in providing advice, in providing support, in providing compensation, right? And so that eventually leads to negative impact on obviously individual career path, individual you know, participation to a business, and at the end of the day, the overall performance of the team. 
Yeah, great way to define that. Trudy, would you add anything? No, um, very good description. I think it's important as well to say that obviously the gender bias can go both ways. So to me, gender bias is literally favoring a particular gender. Um, And we're here as women in payments today, so we're sort of assuming that the conversation is about favoritism perhaps to men, but actually it can it can go both ways. So as as Sebastian put it, it, you know, it's it's that bias or unconscious or not that differentiates the way that we treat our, our employees and our team, but it could be both ways, male or female. Always great to have two perspectives on this. Thank you for that. So do we think gender bias is experienced equally by everyone? Any thoughts there? Probably not equally right now. Actually, I would say from my experience that it's any experience of gender bias is decreasing over the years anyway, for sure. But I polled in advance of this, I polled a few of my female colleagues and asked them whether they experienced gender bias. And I was quite surprised. There were vehement responses that no, they do not experience gender bias at all, which is great. Either I picked small subset of individuals that uh, that don't uh, truly reflect the general population, or I think we're doing a better job and there's there's less gender bias now than there w- was in the past. Yeah, and I think to that point, right, just to add to what uh, Trudy just said, yeah, you know, having been with CD for 24 years, right, you see the evolution, right? And certainly, I would say that the situation with gender bias has improved over time, right? And I think part of it is also a question of generations, right? The generation of younger professionals, right? They come in with a higher awareness and sensitivity, sensitivity to gender bias, right? There's also all the infrastructure that institutions like CDF put in place in terms of training, in terms of raising awareness, that's addressing maybe the more obvious expression of gender bias. So all this has you know, created a more gender neutral environment, but I think it's also fair to say that gender bias still exists, right? That it tends to be more directed at women than men, and that we cannot be complacent, and that we as managers need to make sure that we continue to uh, you know, raise awareness and, and address it proactively, right? To continue to bring that bias down uh, because it's here and, you know, unfortunately probably uh, will, uh, will continue for the foreseeable future. So it really requires leadership, right? To continue to address it. That's a great segue, Sebastian, into my next question. Thank you for that. So you are both leaders at really big, fantastic teams at City. What do you think leaders can do to help to break this bias? Judy, do you want to start? I'll start. I think clearly we need to lead by example. I I think it's great that we have more and more senior ladies in senior positions already because I think that helps in a way uh, because one can become a, a role model. As a leader, I think it's important to definitely engender within your own team and your own sphere of influence this uh, complete meritocracy approach. I find that I, I'm mentoring quite a few ladies, but I actually also I also mentor men as well. And I think just um, probably trying to encourage women particularly to promote themselves, what I can advocate for them, but they need to advocate for themselves as well and have a bit more confidence and particularly maybe in the area of applying for jobs. That's something where I'm always trying to encourage ladies to go for more stretch assignments than they perhaps would otherwise do, just so that you can um, increase the number of women in more senior positions. So I think those are some of the things that we can do. Sebastian, you probably have more ideas. 
so truly is 100% right, right? We need to lead by example because the example we set strikes a tone throughout the organization. And that's obviously critical, right? What we need to do as well is to proactively reach out to all team members, right? In this particular instance, be extra sensitive to our uh, female colleagues, right? Who may, just like other male colleagues, uh, be reluctant to be part of a conversation, be part of a project and make sure that we involve them proactively, not just wait on them to raise their hand, but also involve them proactively in the conversation, involve them proactively in career development discussion and create this effectively gender neutral engagement environment where everybody feels comfortable raising their hand and say, I'm ready for more. I need to have a conversation about my next step or, you know, I'm not ready. I need to do something different, right? To continue to grow. All really, really great points. I love this setting the tone, leading by example, tapping women on the shoulder and saying, I think you're ready for this next move, or let's have that discussion and see, you know, what opportunities might be available to you. But I think Trudy's point about promoting themselves, women typically don't do that enough. You know, we're good at sitting in the corner and doing a really good job, not so good at telling other people about how you know how that project went well or the successes that we have achieved so that we can get some profile to help us get to that next level. I want to ask you both another question, which I think will be of interest to our audience. And for women in the audience who might be experiencing gender bias, what advice would you give to them? Any thoughts? You want to go first, Sebastian? Yeah, yeah, no, I'll go first, right? So again, I think it ties back to a point that we just made, right? It's to lean in and, and engage. But I also realized that it's easy for me to say and harder and sometimes much harder for others, partic and in particular our uh, women colleagues, to actually do it, right? And in my experience of sitting from my perspective, you know, my sense is that first conversation of raising your hand, that tends to be the most challenging one, right? So the real question is, who is your ally? Like, who can you find in the organization to help you take that first step, right? Is it a peer? Is it somebody from outside of work? Is it a former manager, right? Somebody you can lean in and help you create that motion. So that first conversation is going to lead to all other conversations right, and help you build that momentum to address your own needs and objectives. That's great advice. Do you have any thoughts you wanted to add, Trudy? Well, I'm just, I'm trying to think about this because whilst I'm comfortable that there's little or much less gender bias in the organization now, 24 years ago when I started as well, we didn't know each other 24 years ago, but Sebastian and I both started at the same time. Um, there was a lot more, it was more prevalent, the, the gender bias. And I'm trying to think how I personally have dealt with it. And the answer is probably not a good one because what I've always done is just put my head down, got on with my work and hoped that my work spoke for itself. And, you know, and that's how I've kind of got to where I am today. So I'm thinking that if I skip forward 24 years, what advice I would give to somebody a lot younger than me now. And I still think it's important to focus on delivering what you need to do and not get too distracted or 
start going into victim mode, perhaps, if there's a gender bias. So that is, you have to be careful about that. But I also think that, uh, to Sebastian's point, you can proactively take steps. And I think the, the number one step is going back to advocating for yourself, um, promoting really some of the achievements and what you've done and being vocal about it. And I think even small things, like being in a large meeting and sitting there and not putting your point of view across because you're feeling a bit shy or you're feeling that perhaps people won't take you seriously. I think it, that is really difficult and I still find it difficult myself today. And I think that's something that we've really got to force ourselves to do because only when your voice is heard, can you really be taken seriously and, and things just go from there. All really good points. And that's something that we often hear is women need to find their voice. And sometimes it takes you know, years in a work environment, a work setting to find your voice and to get comfortable mm. voicing your, your thoughts and, and contributing to the conversation. This is, a, this is a fantastic discussion and you have both been with City for a really long time. Trudy, you've held roles in Dublin and New York before settling in London. Sebastien, you started in Paris before transferring to New York. If you were to go beyond gender, what are your thoughts on how to create an inclusive team culture? Trudy, do you want to start us off there? Yeah, and this is something I really try and do, do myself with my own team because I, I feel like we, the gender discussion is less critical now. When we talk about diversity now and inclusion, what I'm really trying to get to is how do we make sure that we include all diverse thoughts, cultures, ways of doing, just ways of working even, into our business. So, you know, the, the younger generation, they don't want to work nine to five. They don't want to work in the office. Even that is in in a way an inclusion item because we have to incorporate everyone. It doesn't mean that they don't have really great ideas that we should be listening to. So for me, it's a constant battle to make sure that I am being inclusive and I'm sort of listening to what I preach. If there are certain people in my team who are not speaking up in meetings, trying to find a safe way in which I can encourage them into the conversation so that they can find their voice. And again, I sort of go back to the point earlier. I don't think it's just about women. There's introverts in our male population as well. And, and we need to make sure that we're helping everyone find their voice. That's all great points. Thanks for that. Sebastian, would you like to add anything to that? Yeah, I think, you know, another, I think another important point here is that as part of creating an inclusive culture, you have to, especially as a leader, you have to collaborate with others to create forums, right? To invite people's participation where they feel comfortable sharing their experience, exchanging, you know, thoughts, ideas. And, um, you know, at City, I think City does a very good job from that respect. I'll, I'll speak about my personal experience. I have the privilege of serving as a senior sponsor for the LGBTQ plus affinity group for TTS North America. And, you know, the purpose of this group is to create a space for members of the community and allies, again, to come together, right? And to organize themselves, to raise awareness and give that confidence in people that they come in and join a broad organization and, and find a space where they can be themselves, right? And I think it's, it's a constant education as leaders that we have to go through. Like nothing is ever set when you think of inclusivity. It's always going to be the next engagement that you need to think of, right? To broaden the horizon and be a more efficient leader by being 
an example of inclusivity and awareness and inviting the broader population to participate as well. Fantastic. All great thoughts. Thanks so much for your thoughts. Sebastian, Trudy, this has been a fabulous discussion and I could listen to you both talk for hours. You're such great leaders and, and so inspiring. I'd like to close today's discussion by asking a question that I ask all of our Pause for Payments guests, and that is, if you were giving career advice to any of the rising stars in our audience, what would that be? And feel free to frame it within the context of today's discussion on uh, breaking the bias. Sebastian, would you like to start? Uh, sure, happy to. So, you know, if, if there was... Uh... There was one piece of advice that I would give is to seek guidance from others in your organization, right? So obviously you want to learn on the on the on the job, you want to be good at it, you want to explore your own, you know, ability, skill set, your own interest, and direct your career uh, accordingly. But as I think of managing your your career and and getting it to a point where you feel fulfilled. It's always very important to seek guidance from others because sometimes I found that the more junior members of the team feel like they have to figure it out all on their own, that it's not their responsibility to do that. And that's a really, in my mind, sort of a, in a hindrance to their own progress, right? Finding people to uh, give you a different perspective, a broader perspective on what it means to manage a career, what it means to grow, what it means to acquire new skills. That's, I think that's really crucial to one's development. And obviously the question is, who, who am I speaking? Who do I want to seek guidance to, right? And that becomes a factor of affinity, right? So we go back to the theme of today, right? And focusing on, on women and their own growth is, you know, who do you want to reach out to help you with that, uh, that exercise? So think about who in the organization around you, you are you know, that inspires respect, that impresses you, that you feel can be that mentor and then proactively engage. Like people like Trudy and I are, we are really craving this type of interaction. That's part of the job. That's part of the fun of the job is having those discussions, right? It's a very nice distraction from the grind, the day-to-day -day grind, right? So by all means, this is an open invitation to reach out. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Sebastian. Trudy, I'll give you the last word on this. Oh, the pressure. Okay, so I, I've i had a, a very singular career in one way. In that I've been at City for, for, my, for my entire career, but I have moved around in different roles and in different geographies. And I think that if I was giving a young rising star some advice, I would say that it has really enriched me and helped me working in different geographic locations, but also in different types of roles. And I went on a leadership course many years ago and it said that you're at your most motivated when you're learning. And I think that's absolutely true. So if, if you begin to feel less motivated in your role, perhaps it's time to change slightly so that you're learning something new and you're becoming motivated again. And for me, what I found is that as I have held a few different roles, it helps me sort of walk in the shoes of others. So perhaps you can be a little bit, bit more understanding of other people when you're working with them if you've done a role similar to that to them as well. So I think it, it helps you and it also helps the way you interact with other people. Fantastic. I love how the theme of learning, lifelong learning, is threading through both of your responses because... You know, we continue to grow as we learn and we learn about geographies and how things are done in other countries and cultures and geographies, but also the, the cultural and the empathy that that gives us is hugely, hugely important.
Well, this has been a fabulous discussion. I could listen to you both all day, uh, but I'd like to close now by thanking both of you for joining us and sharing your thoughts and insights on this important issue of bias in the workplace and how we can overcome it. It's been a fantastic discussion. Thank you both for your time and sharing your thoughts. Thank you, Christy. It was, a, it was great. You. Awesome. And thank you to our audience today as we explore critical conversations around breaking the bias this month, International Women's Day, as we talk to our women and male allies all around the payments industry. Thank you. Pause for Payments is produced by Women in Payments, and you can learn more about us at womeninpayments.org. You can also sign up to be a member and gain access to our global membership portal, where you'll find the latest industry trends, exciting career opportunities, and so much more, all created by women for women. All of our episodes can be found on many good podcast streaming platforms. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please remember to rate and subscribe. It really helps us to get found by others. Thanks everyone for listening.